Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, after a little bit of a counting debacle in the beginning of the show, where we had a tough time tabulating what number today's show would be, that's a story for another day. We finally made it. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a problem counting. Um, I mess it. I kid with you. Uh, but 769 days. 769 days. Why am I bringing up that number? Why are we talking about numbers in the beginning of the show? Stay tuned. Got a loaded show for you today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using your computer without a VPN is like leaving your kid with a stranger while you head off to the bathroom. You know, maybe you're safe sometimes, but you really want to take that chance, get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got that story. I'll tell you where I'm going with that. A major update out of Maricopa County about the election. To describe it as a debacle is an insult to debacles everywhere. And also... When are people going to stop getting suckered by this clown hack in the White House and all his false proclamations and victory laps? It happened again. Remember the railway strike he averted? Oh, there's an update on that one. Oh, yeah. And it means a lot headed up around the holidays here. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without it? It's like leaving your laptop exposed at the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom. You're okay probably most of the time, but what if one day you come back and your laptop's gone? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network at cafes, hotels, airports, restaurants, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your financial, medical, and personal data on the device. It doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed. A smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info, yours, on the dark web. Protect your data with ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. So hackers can't steal your sensitive data. Take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. Plus, ExpressVPN's easy to use. Just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free ExpressVPN dot com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. It's Tuesday, man. Here we go. It is. I, yeah, I could tell by the <laughs> by the intro to the show today. So we counted all the way to <laughs> 769. And what is 769? It is the number of days it took a news outlet, CBS, ha, calling themselves a news outlet. That's freaking hilarious. To finally admit that the Hunter Biden laptop. Wait, wait. We have this. Oh. Hunter Biden. Yes, the Hunter Biden laptop that was signed for by Hunter Biden with the Hunter Biden receipt billed to Hunter Biden dropped off by Hunter Biden with a laptop that had a Biden family sticker on it with Biden emails, <laughs> Biden photos, Biden crack videos, Biden sex videos, Biden texts on it. It is finally taken them all this time. We had the receipt here the whole time. They have finally confirmed it. Finally, and don't worry, it's a news outlet, CBS News. So there are obviously a lot of takeaways from this. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, which is going to surprise you. Gee, did you know this? He's like, what? You haven't said it yet. I'll tell you. The Hunter Biden story, because I'm in podcasting, radio, and TV, so I kind of get a 
cornucopia of all of it. The Hunter Biden story rates like crap. Do you know that? Do you know why it does? I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Guy, did you know that? I didn't know that at all. I'd have thought better. You did. Guy had a general idea. Yeah, I, I know. My, you know, I would have too, but I am privy to a lot of ratings data. And the Hunter Biden story rates terribly. And the reason it rates terribly is pretty clear. Because the Democrats have mastered the moveon.org drip, 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 drip strategy where they drip out little details to when the, well, when the point when the story finally breaks intentionally years later. They keep it that way for a reason. Intentionally years later. When it breaks years later, what happens? Everybody's like, I heard that already. It's kind of like the Benghazi story where four, peop- uh, four patriots died. They're dead. The Benghazi story. If I were to talk about that today, I can almost guarantee you 90% of the audience would be like, oh, we've already heard that. Have you? What really happened? What was Obama doing that night? Oh, we still don't know. We still don't know. And yet the lefties are like, move on. No one wants to know what happened. No, no, I do. I'd like to, I'd like to know that. Me too. So, yeah, right? I'd be kind of curious to know what Biden, what Obama was doing. Why four of our patriots were being murdered in a terrorist attack in Benghazi, which they lied about later. That'd be a fascinating story to figure out. But because the left-wing hack loser uh, dipwads in the media don't want you to know what happened to our four patriots who were murdered, they emulate this strategy with the Hunter Biden story, too. So it raids poorly. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I love the content. The content's for you. But I'm an activist first. So I'm coming out of the gate with this story because this story matters. The Hunter Biden laptop, laptop story is one of the biggest corruption scandals in the history of the U.S. presidency. The fact that we have a guy a senile corruptocrat sitting in the White House right now who was influence peddling and selling his last name to foreign governments via his son is probably the biggest presidential scandal in modern times. There are a couple takeaways from this story. First, I've got some video for you as well. Uh, Number one, CBS confirming this story is a total joke. CBS is a disgrace. Um, I used to work uh, with Catherine Harridge at Fox. Don't know her. I don't think I've ever met her personally. She's a good reporter. However, why she didn't push this story sooner is beyond me. Uh, guys, was there an election? Did I miss it? Was it an election? I'm not checking my calendar. Yes, yes, there was. It was a midterm election thing. Yeah. Did you find it a little, the timing or election and most of the, what's that? It's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geese like Joe, uh, slightly conspicuous. Yeah, it's not inconspicuous. You're correct. <laughs> so they wait for a lot of these races to be called. The critical ones. And all of a sudden, Shazam, baby, look at this. We get this story about CBS breaking the story about the Hunter Biden laptop. Again, we had the receipt. We had the receipt. Yeah, the receipt from the, the, the receipt from years ago. Here it is right here. I'm looking at it right here. This receipt. Wow. That's pretty fascinating. The receipt's dated 4-12-2019. CBS is a joke. The reporting is a joke. It's an embarrassment. So I'm going to remind you again, this certainly is this part isn't breaking news, to never, ever, ever trust what we call the mainstream media. They are liars. They are corrupt. They are corrupt to the core. Assume they are lying about everything all the time because they are. They broke this after the election and Two years before the presidential election, as Guy said, conspicuously timed to not affect one election, the midterms, while minimizing the damage on the next election, the presidential in 2024. Do you really believe? 
you got to stop me if I, because you know, this is, gosh, these media stories piss me off. Yeah. They piss me off like you have, you have no idea. Do you really believe that CBS couldn't confirm this laptop earlier? Let me just play for you, Catherine Herridge's report. And I want you to listen. I'm just going to play a portion of it where they finally verify the laptop is real. And I want you to ask yourself as you're listening to this, something a lot of, a lot of conservative and mainstream media outlets haven't asked. What about this couldn't have been done right after we found out about the laptop laptop when John Paul Mac Isaac, the laptop store owner who was given the Hunter Biden laptop in 2019? What about this story couldn't have been confirmed two and a half, three years ago? Here, check this out. House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's dad. I called and told you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident based on your analysis this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. So tell me again. I'm going to ask a question that has not been asked. I haven't seen it on cable news yet about that specific report. What about the techniques CBS used to verify the laptop couldn't have been done two plus years ago? What? Nothing in that case. Nothing. Zero. Zero. They contacted an expert guy who ironically used to work at the Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. What we used to call, which is weird, Joe, ECTF. I wonder where they got that from. So he went to a guy that used to work in the ECTF who easily confirmed and verified it was his laptop and said, no, it wasn't hacked or any of this other nonsense. What couldn't have been done? The answer is nothing. Zero. Do you see the timing? They waited not till after the election. Please understand. They waited till after the election races that mattered were called. And then they did it as early as they can before the 2024 election, so this will disappear before that. As Guy just said, this is conspicuous, double-barreled, family-friendly middle finger. They think you're stupid, and liberals, frankly, are. This is the most corrupt human being to ever enter the White House. There's not even a close second. How do you, with a straight face... Say you're still concerned about a fake PP tape and a fake collusion scandal with the Russians. Now knowing that Biden was selling his family name through his son to foreign enemies of the United States and you don't care. Just shut your mouth, please. Shut your mouth. I don't want to hear from you ever again. Just admit that you, your lips are surgically attached to the ass and are not removable to the liberal democratic cause and the destruction of the United States. And you have no principles whatsoever. None. You have zero. Just shut your mouth. Your opinion means nothing. You are an irrelevancy. You are a principleless loser and a zero. Don't ever trust these people. The liberals who support this guy and the media goons who ushered in a new era of unprecedented corruption into the White House. Hat tip Tom Elliott at Grabian for putting together this supercut. 
Here is a supercut. I cut it a little bit short, but he did a great job. Tom Elliott supercut of obvious loser zero corrupt to the core media hacks. You should never, ever trust. Assume as a default position, these people are lying. Here they are parroting a bunch of now fully discredited talking points that the laptop was Russian disinformation, that it was a scam or a scheme. The scam was being played on you by these losers. Check this out. Obviously, uh, we're not going with the uh, New York Post story uh, right now on Hunter Biden. This is really one of the stupidest October surprises I've ever seen. It helps to really view this as storytelling, not so much as news coverage, but as political entertainment. NPR explained we don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. Who even thought to make that story up? It's a story that many intelligence experts say has all the hallmarks of a foreign interference campaign. It looks like it's tied to Vladimir Putin in Moscow. This is a Russian intelligence disinformation campaign. It's foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Russian intelligence. Rudy Giuliani was not fed passively Russian disinformation. He ordered it off the menu. This is a classic example of the right-wing media machine. And he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking... He's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. We should note Hunter Biden isn't running for president. That argument has been debunked. There is no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. For all we know, these emails are made up. It just lacks credibility. Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that digging and start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. Folks, <laughs> you are, I am, to the liberals who listen to my show and send me death threats once in a while, I want you to know how little respect I have for you. If you can't, it's, imp, it's impossible to fathom how little respect, it's, it's, we're in the negative territory, like it's negative respect, like years of redemption through telling the truth would require, would be required for you to get back to zero respect. That's how little respect I have for you. I assume everything these idiots tell you is fake. Everything. Everything. And I have zero respect for CBS either. I know exactly what they're doing. This was timed perfectly. Here's the worst press secretary. Anyone changing their vote? Yep, still no. sucks. Joe, no, still sucks. KJP, the worst press secretary in the history of the United States. Watch her stumble and babble through this word salad when asked about this, this Hunter Biden scandal. Now that we know the dad was involved, Joe Biden, in the biggest presidential scandal in modern times, right? Watch this pathetic, sad human being who can't seem to find the talking point she's supposed to get out. And then she remembers it at the end. The talking point. See if you catch it. See if you can catch the talking point uh, at the end here. Play that cut. Can you address whether the president was involved in any of his son, uh, Hunter, or his brother's uh, foreign business deals? So, look, I, you know, um, there's there's some a little bit of uh, interesting, uh, you know, kind of on brand uh, thinking here because, um, you know, congressional Republicans uh, ran uh, saying that they were going to fight inflation. Uh, they said they were going to make that a priority. They were very clear about that these past uh, several months. And 
instead, what they're doing is they're focusing, uh, you know, they're focusing, they're making their type priority. They get the majority and their type priority is actually not focusing on the American families, but focusing on the president's family. Uh, did you guys catch the talking point? Did you catch well, it at the end? Joe, what's the talking point? The talk, it's so clear. The talking point. Yeah. The talking point is, and she was hunting for it, yeah. is the Republicans don't care about your family. They care about the president's family. I don't care about the president's family. I care about the president. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, is involved as the big guy in the biggest influence peddling scandal we've seen in modern American history. You see it? Now, you saw in that supercut. you hear that talking point at the end? You saw in the supercut there. There was a, a clip of Leslie Stahl from the now fully disgraced and discredited 60 Minutes. Ironically, which airs on CBS, a clown show of a network. CBS now forced to verify 769 days too late. The laptop story, CBS and 60 Minutes has now been involved because in that Leslie Stahl interview, you saw the cut of with Donald Trump, where she again is a denier. She's a Biden gate denier a denier of the Biden gate scandal, influence peddling scandal, Leslie Stahl, an imbecile of the highest order. She was also a denier in the same interview of Spygate. Now the second biggest scandal, maybe the first um, in U.S. history, the United States government's effort to spy on Donald Trump. Remember this in the same interview? Remember the sir incident? Sir! Sir! This is 60 minutes. Yes, it is 60 minutes. And you're 61 minutes late. These people to the story, these morons, you should never, ever take this moron outlet seriously again. They've disgraced themselves over decades now. Listen to this zero of a loser journalist, Leslie Stahl, gaslight America and attack Trump for telling the truth about Spygate after attacking him on the now verified laptop, which was verified two years ago. Check this out. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign. There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we Folks, again, please, please, for the last time, and I'm going to move on. Assume everything these idiots tell you is a lie. Assume it. Because the probability equation works in your favor if you do that. They are liars. Leslie Stahl has disgraced her. She should be fired immediately for this. How does this woman still have a job? In one interview, she becomes a denier of the two biggest scandals in the history of the presidency. And in one interview, she denies them both. How does this woman still have a job? How? Sir! As she's wetting herself. How, how does she have a job? How do you listen to this woman ever again? Freaking embarrassing. I'm glad you're here on this show where we tell you the truth. Beat these people to the punch by years. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. And the BS just never stops with this administration. 
the gaslighting and the lies, the gullible suckers they talk to every day. You just got hosed again if you're a lefty. That's coming up in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanksgiving and the holiday season are only a few days away, and there's still time to look your very best and years younger with GenuCell. The Thanksgiving season, this Thanksgiving season, save 70% off GenuCell's most popular package at GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell products target forehead wrinkles, fine lines, dark spots, skin redness, and that sagging jawline. Even the annoying bags and puffiness are gone right before your eyes. Plus, with its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours. Guaranteed, or your money back. Treat yourself to the best skincare money can buy this holiday season. You deserve it. From now until Thanksgiving, get your complimentary hyaluronic acid deep correcting serum absolutely free when you check out. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire purchase. For a limited time, enjoy free shipping and holiday gift bundles uh, and a holiday gift bundle with every most popular package. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Check it out. You're going to love their products. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black in two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. Folks, the BS never stops with this administration, and if we had an honest media, which we don't, assume they are lying all the time, there wouldn't be so many gullible suckers out there. And believe me, you have tens of millions of people who classify themselves as Democrats, even some swampy Republicans who are total suckers for the BS coming out of this White House. We've been told multiple things. Biden's going to save Medicare. Biden's going to forgive your student loans. Biden averted a railway strike that would have been catastrophic. Ladies and gentlemen, all of that was total bold stuff. All of it. So remember we were told that Biden averted this railway strike? Oh, it would have been a catastrophe. All these products that move around the country, perishable items, food, and all this stuff on the railroads. Remember that? Here, I thought we were told that went away. Axios, just this morning. Railroad strike looms over holidays after major union rejects the deal. They did. They note that a long-lasting strike, not an impossibility, could even tip the country into recession, costing close to $160 billion out of the economy and a 1% decline in GDP. Wait, we were told, as you can see by this Washington Post article, we were told that wasn't going to happen, that Joe Biden, with the S on his chest, ran right in for Leslie Stahl, flew right into the rescue here and saved us. Matter of fact, he even gave a presser where he celebrated his role in averting this catastrophic rail strike. Thank you, Joe Biden. The problem is it was all both stuff. Here's the Washington Post article, September 15, 2022. Washington Post playing right into it. Right before the election again, look what we did. Yes. Biden scores a deal on the rail strike. Wait, I thought he scored a deal. But worker discontent emerges. So Biden scored it. I thought democracy died in the darkness. 
President Biden on Thursday celebrated an agreement between rail carriers and union leaders to avert a national rail strike. He did. They know in the next sentence that there was no agreement. They needed to ratify the deal. So he celebrated an agreement that wasn't an agreement. I thought we were told he was the savior. He saved the day. Imagine being one of the gullible suckers and idiots who constantly believes. Assume everything they tell you is a lie. Remember what we were told before the election, too, about how Joe Biden was going to forgive a whole boatload of student loans? Sound familiar? The victory lap? Forgiving student, look at you. Forgiving student, interesting. You're forgiving student loans. How are you doing that? You're paying with your own money? Oh, no, no. You're taking our money to give it to my neighbor to pay off his kid's student loan while I pay off my own. That sounds fair, right? Here, as the media again, celebrating a Biden victory lap. Biden celebrates court decisions favoring his plan to forgive student loans. Says 22 million applications were received. What a success story. Except he was last week. U.S. judge in Texas strikes down Biden loan forgiveness plan. Again, the victory lap, not so fast. This is the only guy I know who takes a victory lap in a race with 10 people while finishing 10. Strange how he takes the lap afterwards with his hands in the air. Bro, you finished 10th. Weird. Always weird. And this, the gullible suckers that fall for this. Remember this one? Here's a tweet from the White House just from the other day. Celebrating his success at... Individuals on Medicare are going to pay no more than $35 a month for insulin. Thank you, Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. Victory lap. Yes. Running around the track, hands in the air, wrapping himself in the American flag. The problem is, again, it's a nine-person race, and he finished ninth this time. Because <laughs> what did we find out yesterday? We found out yesterday, if you read this op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, which is amazing, by the way. By Casey Mulligan and Tomas Phillipson. Brilliant article. How, you know, you seniors out there, Biden's taking his victory lap on Medicare. Hey, man, it saved you a few bucks on insulin. Really? Price controls? Those have never worked. I warned you about that, but we'll leave that for another day. He saved Medicare? That's fascinating. Because Casey Mulligan and Tomas here note that the Inflation Reduction Act comes for Medicare. It's going to cut your benefits, increase premiums, and upset millions of elderly voters right before the election. Interesting, because that wasn't in that tweet. Folks, if you have traditional Medicare rather than a Medicare Advantage plan, you are screwed. In a nutshell, what they did is you're going to have a difficult choice in 2025. Either take drastic cuts in drug coverage on Medicare or switch to Medicare Advantage plans that cover prescriptions, but you may lose access to your hospital and doctor in the process. Why? Because the Inflation Reduction Act, in their eagerness, Joe, to do something, they had to institute a form of price controls in there that are now going to make sure your premiums go up. And if you can't afford them, you're going to have to dump your prescription plan now. Oh, you didn't know that? Why wouldn't you know that? Maybe because the mainstream media allowed Joe Biden to take a victory lap without asking critical questions, which they never do. Oh, that. Oh, yes, that's the mainstream media. The Inflation Reduction Act. When I warned you what the price controls were going to do to medicine, did we do that? Did we do that on the show? We do. A multiple times. Joe, do yeah. you remember that Many too? Many times. Yes, oh, I sure we did. Do. Yes, we did. So again, just to kind of reestablish in a self-praise stinks moment, if you listen to this show, you knew the Hunter Biden laptop story was real two years ago. You knew the railway strike aversion was a farce. You knew the student loan thing was a total scam. 
And you've also been warned about Medicare and your prescriptions that you're going to probably get booted off your Medicare Advantage plan or boot yourself because you can't afford it. And your Part D drug plan premiums are going to go through the roof, too, because price controls only do the same thing every single time. I warned you. I warned you. You listen to the mainstream media. What happens? You're like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I didn't see any of it coming. I, of course you didn't. You listen to liars. And you should assume they're lying all the time. All right, I got a big election update here coming up in a minute. First, one of my favorite sponsors. Oh, <laughs> you don't even need to drink. Just smell it. Blackout coffee. Listen, I started drinking blackout coffee a few months back. It's amazing. I love this stuff. Look at it. 2A, guns and gadgets on the front. Second Amendment, medium roast coffee. You think they love our conservative cause or what? Parallel economy matters. Stop supporting these crap companies that make garbage products and don't support liberty and freedom. Holidays are just around the corner. Blackout coffee, I just showed you a bag. I had some beans. I grind those babies up. They don't just roast incredibly delicious, strong coffee. Fuerte! But they also have tea and hot cocoa too. Because Blackout Coffee is a small family-owned business. They care about quality above all. And they make sure every bag is freshly roasted. Smell that. Smell that bag. You smell that? Wake you right up. They provide amazing customer service and incredibly fast shipping. It's extremely important to support the parallel economy with companies that care about us. No more crap companies. We're done with crap companies. We want good coffee and good company. They have gift bags and boxes already bundled. They have a wide selection to choose from at Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee. My listeners get 20% off. That's 2-0 their first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino too. B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Go on, try their coffee. You'll see what I mean. You're going to ditch those other guys right away. You want coffee that tastes like coffee, not brown water. This is Blackout Coffee. Tastes delicious. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Try it today. Thank me later. Blackoutcoffee.com. Slash Bongino or coupon code Bongino. Thanks, Blackout. Well, Blackout Coffee. Let's be going to my. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So, why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com/slash security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Tell him a little hyper this morning. This is Hunter Biden's story. Just I, I listen. I don't care for them. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm an activist first, and you need to know about the biggest scandal of all time. Even if you don't want to hear it anymore, you got to know about it. Major election update out of Maricopa County, Arizona. The election's a total disgrace. These results should not be certified. A total disaster. Let me tell you. Just yesterday, what I told you again. What I told you yesterday. I'm going to tell you again today. If what happened in Maricopa County, Arizona where large portions of the county, one of the biggest county in the, one of the biggest election counties in the entire country had massive amounts of voters disenfranchised because of incredibly long lines, legions of broken equipment, printers that didn't work. If this was in a Democrat, primarily minority county, the Democrats would demand the redo. They would demand it. You shouldn't accept it. Do not accept it. Do not accept it. Do not buy into the fake Mark Elias hype. We will sue. You sue away, Mark. Pee-pee hoax guy. Nobody cares. You have zero credibility. You were a pee-pee guy, the pee-pee hoaxer guy. He's a Democrat lawyer threatening to sue. Sue away, buddy. I'd love to get this all out in open court. 
You should not certify these results. No chance. Wendell Acebo has a piece in Breitbart. Read this. It's in my newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Get a load of this one. The Arizona Assistant Attorney General demands answers on alleged mishandling of ballots in black duffel bags. Okay, interesting story. Coming out of the AG's office. Again, not known as a hyper-partisan guy. The letter states that the Maricopa County folks here allegedly failed to handle the ballots correctly by commingling non-tabulated ballots with tabulated ballots in black duffel bags shipped to Phoenix. The county's alleged mistreatment of ballots can impact more than 1,700 votes, according to an observer, observer of the balloting process. Gee, that sounds like kind of a problem, folks. But tabulated, which ones were tabulated, which ones weren't? I don't know, they're in the black duffel bag. Sounds like an issue to me. Democrats would demand an answer on this immediately. They'd be screaming collusion, PP tapes, Russia did it, Bush stole the election, it, 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 Vladimir Putin did it. it. You demand answers, except nothing less on this. Now, is it going to be enough of a tabulation error or error in the vote count to tip the election? I don't know. I never get ahead of my skis on this stuff. Having said that, I said yesterday that they need to start canvassing immediately and start looking for disenfranchised voters who showed up for one and a half and two hour lines at places where weren't counting correctly and had, uh, had, uh, had uh, equipment problems and start getting them on tape. Well, Carrie Lake's campaign did just that. I want you to watch this. I had to cut this. This goes on a lot longer. I cut it at about 50 seconds. But here is a series of voters in Maricopa County talking about being totally disenfranchised by their broken election process, overseen, ironically, by the Republican candidate for governor's opponent. Katie Hobbs, who's the Secretary of State. Totally unacceptable. Check this out. None of the machines were were reading very well. My first ballot, they tried to scan about eight times. It was rejected every time. They were saying that the uh, tabulating machines were down. The line was at least 20 people at the tabulators because of the functioning, ill-functioning tabulators that should have been properly tested and ready. Put my ballot in, it did not take. I reversed it. Didn't One of the tabulators was broken, and the other tabulator kept rejecting everyone's vote. There was a lot of um, disruption, I would say, with frustration, with people putting in multiple, multiple, as I was standing there watching. It took me a total of two hours to vote. How many times that was? Probably about 20 times that it took to read my ballot. I was there for a total of three and a half hours, the longest I'd ever been in a polling or vote, I mean, voting location since I've been 18. Again, folks, that goes on. That goes on for another minute or something or 30 seconds. And there's mul- that's not just one. There's multiple videos like that. Now, you can figure for every single person willing to come on camera talking about the in- being disenfranchised in Maricopa County, Arizona, there's probably 20 more who don't want to be in camera because of the tyrannical, censorship-loving leftist goons out there who would probably try to have them canceled, fired, or put in jail. Don't accept it. Democrats would do the same thing. These are legitimate complaints that should be fully investigated. Until we get an answer, do not accept it. Not accept it. Democrats wouldn't. This requires a full investigation. I want the numbers. I want the data. I want the facts. And I want a systematic program to avoid these mistakes from happening again. No exceptions. Another election update. Folks, ballot harvesting is a disaster. It's been uh, the downfall of the Republican Party in many places, and we should do everything we can to stop ballot harvesting. What is ballot harvesting? Sorry if some of you already know, but I got a couple of emails yesterday. I said, Dan, please explain it again. Ballot harvesting is very simple. 
Um, it's the idea that I can collect a third party's ballot and bring it to a voting location. If that sounds crazy to you, um, it is. So you can have a person go into a nursing home, uh, coach people through the voting process, because this is what happens, and then collect all their ballots and bring them back. If that sounds like it's potentially ripe for corruption, um, that's because it is. However, in many liberal states, because they're liberal states run by communists who don't care about election integrity, we have very little chance of changing this. So if we're not going to have the opportunity to change it, then we have to learn to use the system to our advantage like the Democrats are using it towards theirs. Listen, I had a caller at the end of my radio show yesterday. And he called in and he said, nice guy, appreciate the call. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm not being overly critical. I just disagree with him. But then we take calls. I disagree with all the time. And the caller said, Guy called in and said, I'm not doing this. I'm not voting anymore for the lesser of two evils. I said, really? Uh, where else do you apply that in your life? I said, so you're going to let the more evil person win over the less evil person by bowing out? It makes the, there is, I, I, I don't want to use the word literally because I literally hate the word, but I cannot think of a single decision you're ever going to make in your life where you're not choosing on the margin. I, I can't. I cannot think of a decision you are going to make where the, the, the decision in your life where there's not a downside and a trade-off to either part. That is such an insane view of the world that you're going to allow the most evil person to win because the less, his words, not mine again, the less evil person, because what? You have nothing to lose because of it? Do you understand like your freedom and liberty are at stake? You're just going to bow out? I'm, I'm not doing it. I will never, ever do that. And if you want a show that's going to just chime in on that, hey, let's just give up, forfeit the republic. It's not like we've ever been here before. We only went through a civil war, revolutionary war, World War I, World War II, Vietnam, the hippies, the Cold War. Oh, gosh, this sounds like a crisis I'm willing to bail out. And I'm not. Count me out. I'm not doing it. Love my callers, but I, I could not agree with you more. The ballot harvesting, if we're stuck with it for now in California, we better learn to use it. You know why? Because we used it to our advantage in California, and we just won a bunch of races. You just want to forfeit these two? Here, Washington Examiner, read this piece. Send the newsletter today. Republicans reconsider ballot harvesting and early voting amid midterm losses. The Democrats are now, <laughs> this is how I know when you fight back, in some cases, uh, uh, peacefully but viciously. When you fight back, you can get under the Democrats' skin. We're doing so well at some of this ballot harvesting, the Democrats are complaining about us. It's right there. Quote, Democrats similarly complained about Republican tactics under the law in 2020. Republicans, listen to this gem. Here's what they did with the ballot harvesting, folks. Breaking genius. Republicans set up unofficial drop boxes at GOP-friendly places, including shooting ranges and churches, where the party collected ballots, ballot harvesting in bulk, before bringing them to official drop-off locations. Isn't that terrific? While Republicans lost seven congressional seats in 2018, they performed, for, they performed far better in 2020 and 2022 after developing these techniques. 
Some analysts have attributed that shift to the GOP's ability to develop a ballot harvesting strategy. I'm not giving up ever, ever. I'm going down with the ship, baby. You want to jump off, you go right ahead. I ain't your guy. Remember the F around and find out video? Democrats want to F around with ballot harvesting? Well, they're finding out in California, we can harvest too. Your state is ballot harvesting? Find out every single gun club, every single church, every gun shop, every outdoor location, and you sit there and you collect ballots too. If it's legal, it's good for us too, ain't it? Giving up? Giving up on nothing. And given the choice between bad and worse, I'll take bad over worse any day of the week because I got a country to save, and I know you do too. Sorry, don't mean to be dramatic about this stuff, but it matters to me. All right, I want to get to uh, my last sponsor, and then I'm going to get to a piece in Playbook about the 2024 election and how they're already trying to ice out certain states. It's an interesting piece about how this next presidential election may be decided, ladies and gentlemen, in as few as three or four states. But ballot harvesting is going to matter. Folks, this is an important, uh, you know, I, I, they paid for this spot, but this is a charity I just love. Uh, I just love Folds of Honor. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron is the website. Yeah, the holidays are coming up, and I'm asking you personally to just Help these guys out. Freedom isn't free. It carries a price paid by, our na- paid by our nation's heroes, like Lieutenant Commander Matt Stevens, who suffered major injuries from combat in Iraq. When back home, he continued to fight the lingering effects of his scars of war and ultimately a battle with stage four cancer. Lieutenant Commander Stevens passed away in May of 2019, not because cancer won, but because his wife, uh, Jen, says he loved until his heart had no more to give. That's when the Folds of Honor stepped in, providing life-changing scholarships for four of Matt and Jen's six children. This is so important. The gift of an education. Their noble mission at Folds of Honor now includes families of fallen or disabled first responders. This year alone, they've awarded 9,000 scholarships. These are life-changing scholarships, folks. They have a great need for this, and we need patriots like you. I'm asking you, please, join the squadron with a recurring donation of $13 a month. $13 a month. The website is foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Join the mission today. The website again is foldsofhonor.org slash squadron, foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. We would really appreciate it. You see me wearing their shirts often. I really adore this charity. It is run by awesome people. Thanks, Folds of Honor, for everything you do. I really appreciate it. So uh, back to the show. Political Playbook, the Bible of the Left, has this... Uh, Email, their email comes out in the morning. And they're talking about the 2024. It's already 2024 election season. I guess we already know that just days after. How do we know that too? Because CBS launched the Hunter Biden story early enough that it won't affect the 2024 cycle. But they talk about this rather interesting quote, how this strategist is arguing that given the red states getting redder and the blue states getting bluer, that the Democrats could be starting with a safe 260 electoral votes while the Republicans start with a safe 235 electoral votes. Of course, you only need 270. So if their assertion there is correct, obviously by simple math, the Democrats would just need 10 electoral votes to win. The Democrats could have this base of California, Illinois, Maryland, Hawaii, New York. You get the point. They note that under this scenario, longtime battleground states have just turned redder or bluer. Now, 
They think Michigan and Pennsylvania are back in Democratic hands. I'll get to that in a second because I don't buy that. And Florida and Ohio are dominated by the GOP now. Here are the four states that they think are going to matter. Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin. Now, I don't disagree that those will be battleground, battleground states. I don't disagree at all. Playbook's not wrong there, even though they're the lefty Bible. I totally disagree that Pennsylvania and Michigan are now going to be solidly Democratic. Why do I say that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, the evidence matters. In 2016, we were told repeatedly about Pennsylvania that the state was called fool's gold. Fool's gold because Republicans every year would try to make it a swing state. It has a juicy portion of electoral college votes. We were told that that was out of play. Who won Pennsylvania? Donald Trump in 2016. And after the disaster in 2020 with all the changes, Pennsylvania in a presidential, I'm telling you, is not is not a blue state. It is at best a purple state, maybe leaning blue. Now, if we can do a Colorado project like the Democrats did on Colorado, turning it blue on Pennsylvania and Michigan, do you understand there is simply no math for the Democrats to win a presidential election again? To all the activists out there and the money players on the Republican side, this has to be our mission. We need that Colorado project. We lose Pennsylvania and Michigan. This article's right. We got to hope and pray we win Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin. And I'm not willing to do that. I don't want to rely on prayer for this. Prayer is great. I love prayer. I, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But prayer requires action. All right, moving on. You know, the, the cabal of totalitarian censors out there who I've been dealing with often, they're, they've, they've sicked their fangs into Elon Musk. And, you know, it's incredible. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm finishing up my latest book. I'll tell you the title soon because I love, love the title. Love the, but I'm finishing up my book. Last night, got a ton of work done. Three hours worked on the book last night. And one of the chapters is about the inside story about what happened with Parler, how I came to Parler, what happened. Because again, there's so much misinformation, real like misinformation out there about what went on. Um, my role too, that I felt like it was time to tell the real story. But one of the portions of the Parler story I found interesting was uh, the left, this cabal of Soros-funded left-wing censors who will do anything to stop free speech. Now, I just want you to understand who these people are because they're targeting Elon Musk now. So here's a Reuters article from today talking about toxic Twitter and how these activists are ramping up pressure for boycotts. So who are these people? Well, here's one of them in the Reuters article. The guy's name is Angelo Corazon. He's telling these companies, you need to take a stand. Joe, draw the line. <laughs> these big ad spenders, you better say you stopped. He says it's important for big spenders to say they've stopped. This coalition, a lot of them are Soros-funded. They're total left-wing communists. Uh, they, they worship censorship. I want you to see who these people really are. And let me tell you something. I got this article in the newsletter today, this Daily Caller article coming up next. It would be a real shame if you took this article out of the newsletter and as companies boycott Twitter because of Angelo Corazon from Media Matters, that guy you just saw quoted, It'd be a real shame if you tweeted this article to them and said, you're taking orders from this guy, Angelo Corazon, to boycott Twitter. You're working with a bigot? That's kind of weird because here's an article from 2019 about Angelo Corazon, the left-wing media matters communist censorship guy. It's written by Peter Hassan. Again, it's in the newsletter. 
It'd be a damn shame, Joe, if people spread this around. Shame. Yeah. Be horrible. Definitely don't do that. Angelo Corazon posted a lengthy diatribe in November of 2005. Oh, he did? It was about a Bangladeshi man who was robbed by a, quote, gang of transvestites, as Angelo Corazon from Media Matters described it. Corazon was offended that the gang was described as attractive in an article. Here's the quote. Angelo Corazon, Media Matters. Brands out there, we'll be watching. You working with this guy? Here's his quote. Do you notice the word attractive? What the F is that doing in there? Is the writer a tranny lover too? A tranny lover, Joe. Ooh. But perhaps he's trying to justify how these trannies tricked this Bangladeshi in the first place. Look, man, we don't need to know whether or not they were attractive. The effing guy was Bangladeshi, Corazon wrote. And while we're out, what the hell was he doing with $7,300 worth of stuff? The guy's Bangladeshi. Jeez. Sounds kind of racist, too. You think? Sounds, he says he sounds lovely. Sounds bigoted, talking about trannies and Bangladeshis not having any money. Be a real shame if you took that article and you tweeted it, hashtagging, uh, uh, excuse me, using the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the labels for these companies out there. Be a real shame if you tagged them in that post. Be terrible. Be a totally terrible idea if you did that. This, this is it. Then, of course, you have the other one, the cat lady, who uh, wrote a blog post defending child predator. I mean, these, this is who these companies be a real shame if you said that there, too. Folks, I mentioned the book because I'm giving you the inside story of how to deal with these people. There's a roadmap. Do not sit back and take it lying down. Hit them head on. They are soft. They are weak. They have no tolerance for criticism whatsoever. And you can do as much damage to them using their tactics, if not more, than they can do to you. Because they're the real bigots. They're using bloodshed to censor, too. What do you mean? Like, they're going attacking people? No, I mean, they're using an incident of bloodshed to try to censor people as well with their grotesque takes on that uh, shooting that happened in the nightclub. They, the fact that people are dead and haven't been buried yet doesn't matter to the sick left. Uh, here's one of the dumbest guys on cable news, if not the dumbest, a guy who's become a regular star of this show. We use that word loosely. Here is Frank Fugazi commenting on this shooting in the nightclub that happened this week. It was a, it was a, a, a nightclub and there were some gay members there at this club. So, of course, Fugazi, who used to work for the FBI and is on MSNBC and is a disgrace to humankind, his family, the FBI, MSNBC, cable news and the cosmos in general. Um, takes the moment, uh, takes the moment of, to, of course, blame people in the right wing media for a shooting in a gay club. If you're asking what the connection is, my guess is good as yours. The only connection is Fugazi's a moron here. Listen to this. They know this was a biased crime. Th this is likely, and since we've heard reports that the subject isn't cooperating with police, that means they likely found clear and convincing evidence on his devices. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, let's get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is, name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should, should face civil consequences from the victims. Um, the other thing they, they want to deny is not only the, the safe harbor, but the way we resolve this. And by that, I mean, you know, you asked earlier, how do we how do we 
put a stop to hate. Well, one of the things you would normally do is teach young children in school. Um, here's what race is about. Here, here's what these other people over here who may seem different to you. Um, they have a different orientation. But you know what? Increasingly, states are saying, no, no, no. You can't talk about race or say the word gay or teach anything in, in school. This dude is so freaking stupid. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like I'm in, I really am embarrassed for the FBI. Imagine being related to this idiot. He manages to tout so many conspiracy theories in that one clip that it, it's really stunning. They let this idiot on TV. That's eight, eight. The, oh, the, <laughs> it's our eight, eight guy. Remember him, 88? Uh, they lowered the flag to half mast. Yeah. It's half staff, you idiot, on 88, meaning Heil Hitler. This go. moron. First, he says you're not allowed to say gay in schools. A so thoroughly eviscerated conspiracy theory and debunked nonsense theory about what happened in Florida. That again, how he's not kicked off the air, I'm not sure. Then he's trying to claim we don't teach about race in schools. Have you been to a school? And then he talks in the beginning about suing Tucker Carlson and Laura Bo Lauren Boebert, blaming them for a murder. I'm going to turn this around on this guy because, and I mean this, if something happens to Lauren Boebert or Tucker Carlson because a former FBI agent blamed them for a murder, I would sue the living out of this guy. This guy's filth, folks. Absolute garbage. The single dumbest law enforcement commentator I have ever seen on television. Ask him, someone, please, anywhere, get a camera and walk up to Frank Fugazi and ask him. Say, Mr. Fugazi, appreciate your time. You said on MSNBC there's a don't say gay bill somewhere causing all this violence. Can you cite to me in the bill where it says not to say gay? Watch this idiot and watch his answer. He is inciting violence right there by, by claiming Tucker Carlson and them somehow are related to a murder. Here's another one who could equally, by their own rules, Fagazi and Zadra, Brandy Zadrozny, by their own rules, could be accused of inciting violence themselves. Here's an MSNBC uh, an NBC commentator, Brandy Zadrozny, who claims falsely to be a journalist, by the way. Here she is again. Blaming libs of TikTok and Tucker Carlson, putting the blame on them. I mean, some kind of bizarre logic train for a murder, which, again, could be construed as inciting violence against them by her own rules. Check this out. It's a group of marginalized, vulnerable people who are um, disproportionately the victims of this, these sort of hate crimes who are just simply saying, please stop, mm. please stop making money and gaining political power on our backs and on violence against us. And seemingly the answer from everybody is no, we won't stop that because it's too politically expedient or it makes us too much money and we don't want to or we don't know how. Um, I've been following this since about March and April. We follow, you know, online hate trends, I guess. And since mm -hmm. April and March, really, the LGBT community has been the main focus of this hatred. It starts, it, there is a pipeline. It starts from some smaller accounts online, like libs of TikTok. It moves to the right-wing blogosphere. And then it ends up on Tucker Carlson, or it ends up out of a right-wing politician's mouth. And it's a really dangerous cycle that, that does have real-world consequences. Brandy Zadrozny is obviously a communist. Um, she's in love with censorship and she's now leveraging bloodshed, blood on the ground in a 
a, a, an unspeakable tragedy, some lunatic shooting up this bar. She takes advantage of these dead bodies and the families before they're even buried to call for censorship of accounts out there like Libs of TikTok and Tucker Carlson trying to tie them to a murder. A murder. You want to talk about inciting violence? Are you insane? Right. And Guy brings up a good point. Do you hear in the beginning? Oh, my gosh. People are saying, please stop. Please stop what? Libs of TikTok just takes your content and puts it on Twitter. That's why it's called Libs of TikTok. You're saying, please stop by posting stuff for everybody to see and you're angry when people see it? This is how stupid these people are. Again, just tying back to the beginning of the show before we wrap. Ignore these people, ladies and gentlemen. Assume they are lying. Assume malicious intentions. Assume everything they are accusing you of, they are doing themselves. And inciting violence, let me tell you something. Tucker said it last night. These people would hurt you if they could. Believe me, they would. These people are sick. All right, folks. Uh, I got Chip Roy as a guest on the radio show a little later. May I ask a small favor? You jumped us up a number of spots on the podcast charts last month. We deeply, deeply appreciate it. We were number seven in the Triton rankings. That's huge. Number seven in the world. So that means a lot to us. Those are calculated by subscriptions. So if you can go and subscribe on Apple and Spotify and Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. I would deeply appreciate it. Just click that subscribe or follow button. I'll see you on the radio show a little bit later. You just heard Dan Bongino.